Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Tuesday, March 16th. We don't spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about us, but this story is worthy to share. A year ago today, Automotive News faced a dilemma. With lockdowns in effect and our offices closed due to the rapidly advancing coronavirus, our normal weekly video show, Weekend Drive, was canceled. Simply put, we were unable to use the video studio. Given the situation, I called our European leader, Luca Ciaferi, at his home just outside Turin, Italy. A daily podcast was born. Throughout the course of the last 12 months, the beauty of Daily Drive has been our ability to connect with industry leaders on a regular basis. Without events to bring us together, the voices of the industry could be heard through a phone line. The connections could still be made. Some 243 interviews later, we have found a forum for automakers, suppliers, and dealers. And the feedback from the industry has been nothing short of amazing. Today, we return to the place where we started to get an update on life on the ground in Italy. 365 days later. Some things have changed. Most things have not. A year later, we've reached Luca Ciaferi, just outside Turin. Well, it's amazing to think that it has been 12 months, but 12 months ago today, you and I talked. Luca, how are you? Good. Good, Jason. Thanks for hosting me today. Three years. One year after a period that looked like being three years. So we were locked down Two years ago when we talked, we were locked down again from uh, Monday this week and we'll be locked down until uh, at least under Easter. And we have again uh, hospitalization rate uh, very high. Uh, intensive care units are reaching quickly the record level they were last year. And we are unfortunately 100,000 deaths above what we spoke a year ago. And the vaccination campaign, not only in Italy, but all over Europe, is proceeding much more uh, slower than uh, than in the US and the UK. Uh, the main problem is that Europe as a whole has been uh, contracting with the big pharma companies, the vaccines uh, with contract that doesn't seem to permit uh, strict delivery on due dates. So the main problem is that everyone is ready to get vaccinated, but there are not enough vaccines around. Tell me what life has been like for the last 12 months. When we talked a year ago, at that point, you were just trying to understand what a lockdown actually meant. But how, how has your life changed? And maybe describe for me the life in Turin and, and, and how your um, fellow citizens are dealing with this. Well, Jason, the first thing was that in the first lockdown, uh, to see roads, squares completely empty in a sort of day after uh, scenario was something that it really surprise you. And then you get used to it. So now you're surprised when you see crowd in, in, in a square, in, in, in a big street, because everyone has been uh, respecting the rules and staying uh, away from another. So the, the big surprise of seeing the cities empty is now part of our, of our experience. Uh, the thing that we suffered a lot in that uh, 
ground that was over three months, basically from March to beginning of June last year, was the uh, the lack of being able to see friends. So you had to make Skype calls uh, to chat with your friends. Uh, no, no movies, no theaters, no, no music. So all lockdown and um, has been painful. It's painful again. Uh, there is nothing you can do against that. Uh, luckily, I think the main difference is if you have a small garden like I have, uh, being in spring and summer outside is different than you live in a big city in a flat, uh, maybe with not even a balcony. And then when you're supposed to, to spend uh, seven days a week there, uh, some people get mad, and I would probably get mad, get mad too in a situation like that. How about the interaction with others within the industry? Uh, I know that, you know, obviously the virtual world has made things much easier to conduct business, but tell me what, what your business colleagues are, are saying and, and, and maybe where we are right now with the European industry. Well, I think uh, the first uh, strong point is we will never go back to where we were before. So a lot of... Uh, uh, static presentation of cars or press conference when you have to fly uh, for you know a financial result press conference or or a business press conference all those things are gone have been replaced by virtual events and uh, the the initial movement to to virtual events was a bit shocking but then you see the benefits, or at least I see a lot of benefits because I'm, I'm able to do much more things in the same given time thanks to virtual events than was being able to do before. I mean, you can follow, sit down and interview with your team and maybe listen to a press conference or a financial presentation the same day uh, without moving around and, and losing basically one or two days of your life for just a single event. And I think the industry is uh, uh, adapting very uh, very well to the new world, but clearly you're a winner and loser. I'm just out uh, of a presentation of a German automaker that was supposed to be long and, and run over two hours. And there's way far too much being digital or being virtual. On the other side, I see that most of the events uh, are, are contained within half an hour. That is the perfect period to deliver a message and to keep the attention of your audience. And you know, everyone lacks the personal interaction of executives. I talk, we made a lot of interviews uh, just digitally with the camera. But particularly if you know the person and you know each other, we all understand that is what we have to do right now. Interaction is pretty good. Uh, it's more difficult when you have to meet for the first time a person and you meet uh, that executive uh, uh, just in the virtual world. But overall, we uh, we are fine. For us, the real surprise was two, two years in a row without the Geneva showing March. You know, the Geneva showing March is what starts the season in Europe, and we skipped it last year. We skipped it uh, this year, and uh, we skipped also the Paris show. So the last show we had was September 2019 in Frankfurt. And by the way, it was the last time that the Automotive News Europe editorial team was all together. Yeah. Unbelievable. We'll hear more from Luca Ciaferi after this message. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. 
Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Let's talk a little bit about the environment now from an industry standpoint. Um, there is the feeling that this lockdown will not, <laughs> it, it feels like it will not end. And in many cases, you have dealerships that are still not open. Um, t- tell me a little bit about that. Yes, this is a big issue in Europe because this, the, the first uh, market is Germany. And the second largest UK have been with dealership closed for almost three months now. And so demand has been suffering a lot on those markets. But demand is also extremely weak in Spain, which is the, the fifth largest market. They had some bad weather issue, but not dealer closed. What we are seeing is that despite the big efforts of automakers and dealers, the click and collect, so the fact that you uh, complete the entire purchasing process uh, digitally and go just to pick up the car at dealership is working, but is delivering about 20, 30, 40% of the volume that a normal business environment with the dealers open is, is delivering. So we are seeing numbers that, that are pretty weak for, uh, for Europe as a whole. Uh, it's true that from March we'll start to compare with numbers that were disaster last year. I think if memory is not wrong, that it was down 78% March last year when uh, when we had the lockdown. So the comparisons are extremely difficult. But the pace, the the, um, the yearly rate is still weak in, in several European markets, and by the way, the largest one. And the big question is, honestly... Uh, how much do you need to change a car if you're going to use it very little? Many, many companies ordered until at least end of the summer uh, complete work from home. So you don't need a car. Other companies are asking you to be in the office just once a week. So maybe a single car in a household that has two is enough. So I think this is, this is uh, something that is affecting new car sales. And at the same time, the the economy, you have sectors like, like restaurants, like bars, like entertainment that had almost zero revenues for some for eight months uh, of the last 12. And many of them in theaters and, and cinema and things like that have been closed for almost a year. So you have all those sectors of the, of the economy that are at zero revenues. They need the state support to, to carry on. And clearly the last thing they, they think to do is to change car, both at a private level and the company car level. 
Yeah, you described this as a, a bit of a black swan in terms of uh, the economic conditions right now. Is there any feeling that the rest of 21 could or will improve? Everyone expects the second half uh, uh, to be better than the first half uh, because we are suffering right now this the cheap shortage, this uh, stopping plants and reducing uh, the number of available cars. Uh, it's true that last year we had a very strong second half because we were recuperating in the two months of lockdown that across Europe has been between March and April or April and May or May and June. So basically you, you had the first half that was made by four months and the second half that have to deliver the volume of eight months. So we had a strong second half. And maybe the comparison of the second half this year to the second half of last year would be a small decrease, but uh, on a very high number. Overall, I think the lesson that was taken out by by the previous lockdown is how marvelous it is to work with low, small inventories, with short inventories. Uh, you know, just that the industry has been telling us for years that the, the, the magnificent point of uh, uh, the built order, short inventories, and then the factories were pushing metal and the metal was finishing the dealer lots uh, and uh, <laughs> no one was short inventors. When you actually shut down almost all over the world, uh, except China, production line for two months, you suddenly found really in a tight inventory. And the results were that Q3 and Q4 financial results for automakers all over the world were very, very, very strong. So the lesson was, well, when you really practice short inventories, really profitability is boosted. So I think this is a lesson that uh, that is learned. It means a, a much smaller working capital. Uh, that is a thing that the financials are working very closely after I would say after the pandemic, but importantly, during the pandemic, you were not out yet. So that's the positive lesson. You've also watched very closely uh, during the lockdown and the pandemic that um, a merger has has actually taken place, and a large one at that. And now Stellantis is born, uh, something that that was discussed prior to the pandemic, and and now obviously we've. We, it has reached a conclusion in that the deal is closed. What is your view on that from an Italian perspective? Well, uh, the first remarkable thing is that uh, the merger was announced uh, well before we even know there was a pandemic uh, coming. So the merger was agreed in October 19, and the first uh, memorandum of understanding was signed in December uh, 19. Uh, they expected to close between 12 and and 15 months uh, uh, in December 19. Well, they delivered because they closed it uh, on January 17, 2021. So they were in 12.5 months, which was very good despite the pandemic. Uh, was a match to uh, movement. FCA was very strong and is very strong in North America. Uh, is not strong in Europe. Has been money, money losing for years. It lost almost a billion euros even last year and it's non-existent in China. On the opposite side, uh, we have the champion of profitability in Europe, this is the PSA, Peugeot Citroën, uh, that now merged with FCA and Stellantis, has been the champion of profitability with almost 10% of operating margin in 18, even better than general premium automakers. That is a fantastic business model in Europe. It's not in the US, 
and it's very weak in China. So uh, the two strengths of uh, FCA North America and of uh, Stellantis or of PSA uh, Europe are merged in a global company that due to the pandemic fell down from the fourth in volume ranking in 19 to the sixth last year, but remains a, a strong player of six million units uh, with a strong leader, probably one of the best leaders uh, in this right now, Carlos Davers, that by the way, being Portuguese could not be accused to be on the French side or the Italian side, even if he comes from the French side because he was the CEO of PSA. And the nice thing is that when you have a merger like this, they shortly after the merger, they announced a big plan that will show you how the company will work. And what they basically said, we did not put together two company in crisis, so we have not in the urgency to show you a plan to save the merger company. The two existing industrial plans, the one of FCA and the one of PSA, will continue as they are, while we work on the integration and don't expect a new industrial plan of Stellantis sooner than the, late, the end of this year or beginning of next year. Well, finally, uh, when you think about the last 12 months and the phone call that I made to you 12 months ago today, you, you must just shake your head in amazement that all that has happened, where, where, what we've gone through, where we are today. Give me your, your final thoughts on, on sort of the pandemic one year later. I would say it was a triple three. The first, because I, those 12 months look as long as three years for the number of things that changed uh, in, in such a short period of time. As a conference, I aged by three years just in 12 months. And you cannot see in the podcast my legendary black hairs and turning to gray then to the pandemic. And, and the third uh, three was that the lockdown at a tree in my weight, luckily in kilograms, uh, that looks much better uh, than 6.6 pounds. <laughs> well, Luca, thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, let's hope that a year from now that our conversation is very different than the one today or the one a year ago. Thanks, Jason. We hope so. At least summer will save us from the virus as happened last year. So it's just a matter of three months, and things would be look better thanks to the weather. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. We reached Automotive News Europe leader Luca Ciaferi just outside Turin, Italy. And that's Daily Drive for Tuesday, March 16th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of more than 200 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Wednesday. <laughs>